0: Pixelated graphics, aesthetic choice or lazy design? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, there's a line there somewhere. Where what like, year are you talking? <laughs> like games that come out now. All right, so I'll tell you why. If if you go to if you go to Steam and you just search based on like things that are available for Linux, um, mm-hmm. so many of them are are like this, like you know, oh, this is like a retro style, you know. This is like old school gaming style. And I I think that like there is a place for that, like aesthetically, like there are games that are beautiful in the way that they, they utilize that aesthetic. But, but I think there's a lot of cases where it's just like those game engines are just easier to get your hands on. And it's easier to do that with a, with a small development team. Maybe you've only one person, you you may not, you may not have a 3d artist or somebody to actually like put the, the game you know, together in another way. And so it's kind of like, you're like kind of utilizing what you have. Um, But then there's also the element of like, well, maybe I just don't want to put that much effort into it. Maybe I just want to do a, (laughs) you know, I'm just going to call it like a retro old school stylized. And in reality, it's just, you know, I was just trying to get out easy on the, in the graphics department. What do you, what do you, what do you think about this, this conundrum? Like where, what's the fine line there? Uh, you know, like, huh. The way I made I framed the question might have made it too hard.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's you're good. You're good. So like okay, so I'm playing Valheim right now. Yeah. It's like slightly pixelated. Oh, yeah. It's not it's not totally pixelated, but it, it kind of yeah. is. But the atmosphere that you get in the game is amazing. Like right. Like just the atmosphere of of the the trees and the wind you can see. It's pixelated. You can tell it's pixelated actually the wind yeah. reminds me of um uh zelda uh wind waker um that's how the wind looked in in that game and that was a that was a um oh what do they call that cell shaded game right so uh i mean i don't know just like look out there like like does that look like they went cheap
0: <laughs> so the the all right so right now i'm streaming your desktop to my PC and it's extremely pixelated because of oh, just because cause it's, it's extreme. yeah, because it's going across the country Crap. to us. Um but uh probably anybody listening to this podcast probably is aware of Valheim and and we reviewed it in past episode. The uh the game the game does look beautiful, but it is also very pixelated and stylized. You're absolutely right. I think Valheim is a very good example of where it was an aesthetic choice um, yeah, exactly. that, yeah, that really makes the game unique. So, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. And the game that I'm going to be talking about in this episode is I, I it, is not beautiful like Valheim, um, <laughs> but it also was not like, they kind of, they're kind of <laughs> going with this like choice of doing this like low, you know, low style, low poly style, uh, graphics. Um, right. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think there's more to Valheim then they just use this easy access, like easy to get engine that has this certain style of graphics. Like I think, I think that for them there's more behind, there's more behind it than that because there's so much like lighting effects. Um, right. They have uh, really nice, even though the objects in the game are, are pixelated and low poly count in a lot of cases, they also have uh, lots of particle effects uh the water actually is 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 pretty high quality the water's pretty nice um yeah so i don't i don't necessarily think uh i think it's it's a good example of whenever they make this aesthetic choice um i'll tell you another another thing i like is when games have like the sort of cell shaded like artistic like like uh almost like it was like it painterly you know like painted yeah instead yeah. of uh i that's, think that's, that's what i was talking about
1: yeah, that's what I was talking about with Wind Waker. Like that oh, is one of my yeah. favorite, like, looking Zelda games. Like it, yeah. it, it kind of looks like the newest Zelda game too. That that has the same kind of cell shaded. It does, graphics, yeah. but it looks it looks amazing, even though yeah. it's it's not the highest quality graphics. I guess you could right. say most realistic. I should say.
0: Yeah, I, I you're yeah. That's another great example. I really like that style, and I think a I think one really good thing about it, especially if you're like an indie. Uh, you're an indie company with a with a small team. The good thing about using that type of uh, that type of stylized, like painterly style, is that it's it's it stands the test of time. Like right. games that are like they look perfect today. Four years from now, you're gonna look at it and you're gonna go, "Whoa!" You know, like, mm-hmm. "Wow!" I thought exactly. that looked good. Wow, it looks crazy. Um, but those like really stylized, it will it will always look that way. You know. Um, so I don't know. I think. I think I think basically we've just talked me out of it. I think in most cases maybe it's uh it's a it's a good thing. Especially I I would say this in the in the big titles where they've made that choice it's definitely like uh for that reason and uh I don't know. I just don't get into like the really retro style like um you know.
1: Right. No, I know I totally know what you're saying. I I I yeah. I, I get it. I like like, the new retro games, I'm not that I'm big of a fan of. But if it's, like, an older retro game, like, I'm a pretty big fan of those. Like, mm. I'll I'll play those um, yeah. all the
0: time. Hmm. Well, good thing we got to the bottom of that. Welcome to Crowbar Colonel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode fifteen, and today we are live streaming on YouTube in two places. We're actually live streaming over at Undercast Collective and at Crowbar Colonel Panic. Um, although right now we, we don't have any live viewers. We're going we're going at like a, a weird time. It's pretty late tonight. Um, but if you come in, please like, subscribe, do all that jazz. Um, I know that both channels are trying to go to 100. That's the next, uh, that's the next goal for both channels. And uh, I don't care which one you subscribe to. I would say that if you are here for Crowbar Kernel Panic and clips about Crowbar Kernel Panic, then that is the channel that's going to have that content. Um, we're also, uh, you can send us an email at pm.me. You can join us on Discord. The Mintcast uh, Discord. I have a link to it in the show notes, and uh, I saw there was lots of activity this week in the uh, in the Linux gaming section. I don't know what yeah. the big debate was, but I saw I saw I, I need to like my I gotta have a giant red dot on my Discord because <laughs> well the I'm one not the, caught up on any of it. The one question
1: <laughs> what he was asking um, about Proton, like is it a good thing? And I like I like gave a three paragraph response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, what was the what was the verdict on that like wh- I, I imagine to be honest, you think i can't it is remember a good what game. i wrote exactly <laughs> but i know my feelings on it and that's that yeah i i yeah. think that without proton we wouldn't have any games or many games at all yeah so that's just that's basically what i think i think proton is good native mm. games are awesome but but we wouldn't have the amount of games without proton period
0: yeah, we still love the native developers. We still we still want to see you. We want to support you. Yeah. No um, lie. Yeah. 100 percent But we are very, very thankful for Proton. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Um, so uh let's get into some uh some YouTube comments. Um we had uh, I had one that I actually did comment on, so it took it out of our, our list here. Um mm-hmm. but uh Anisient24 who I believe has commented before um he said on our last video when we were talking about the uh the game uh, it starts with an S, I can't remember the title but it was based on the it was based on the Doom engine um okay and not just like a Doom engine like it's literally based on the 90 on the 90s Doom engine right um, right and i was talking about another game that i couldn't remember the title of and he suggested uh, that it was Strafe. So he says, uh, at 46 minutes, 57 seconds, are you talking about the game Strafe? And I I left him a comment saying, oh, that was it. That's definitely it. Um, after leaving that comment, I'm not sure if that's what I was <laughs> referring to because I think what I was referring to was newer than that. But that is another great example. So, you know, you're right. You're yep. right either way. Whether I'm wrong or not, you're right. That is another great example. What is that example. game, Strafe? It's, uh, it's from like... 2000 uh i want to say 14 15 i'm looking it up now to see exactly but okay it's it's another like doom style first person shooter game okay right Um, right very very it goes back to the opening question it's like uh (laughs) very stylized to look like that it's made in unity and um and it feels very much like doom or quake i would say it feels more like quake maybe okay Um, okay but yeah, from uh two thousand seventeen, it's newer than I thought. Oh wow. Um, that is was pretty, pretty new. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it's, but it's a
1: pixelated game. It is. Yes. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. That is so funny. That every game we're gonna talk about today, this ropes into. And that's that's kinda why I made it the an opening question, is because like it's very, very common in the Linux game. Right. Any like native Linux gaming community um and i think it does have a lot to do with accessibility but that doesn't mean that it can that doesn't yeah. mean that the game's going to look bad so i guess that's the takeaway accessible but doesn't necessarily mean lazy
1: yeah like i mean if it's like your first game that you're ever making fine
0: yeah cuz you need experience i i the only game i ever made uh and i never finished a game I started a bunch of games. <laughs> I never finished one. Oh, I have a hilarious story. Oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to, I used to play with RPG maker. R- I think it was RPG maker. Oh yeah. XP or something like that. Like I I play with all these and they, and they, they're still making them. I saw there's a new one and there's like a steam sale. Uh, not too long ago where you could buy like the whole, the whole back catalog of all the RPG makers. But um, That's cool. one time I took the movie princess bride oh no and i i i cut all the clips up on my dad's pc in the avi files and i was trying to use those as like cut scenes where like basically between the scenes i would make an rpg that you could play through but and and join the scenes together that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) i never got past like the first scene but um yeah i love doing that i also tried to make uh (laughs) <laughs> what's embarrassing about this is this is only a few years ago but i tried to make like a <laughs> dragon con i tried to uh dragon cons this big convention in atlanta and i tried to make like a dragon con rpg where you you're trying to get to different panels at the convention um but you're, you're having to stop and like battle all the cosplayers along the way oh, no. i was just trying great. to make that an rpg maker <laughs> 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 um we had a comment from and this this is a really good comment we had a comment from igor this was on our steam deck uh two linux gamers uh perspective and he says we we mentioned that there was like a windows on a raspberry pi and like why the heck would you ever do that um right and he says uh microsoft made a windows for arm and F- fax um, The Windows for Raspberry Pi is made by Microsoft. Who else could anyway? He he put this in parentheses. Um, But the issue is the lack, the lack, it lacks the main advantage of Windows, which is the ecosystem. Since all apps are x86 and would have to be emulated to run on an ARM, losing performance. So I doubt it's worth it. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, the whole reason you would go, you would want Windows on a Raspberry Pi is to run Windows apps. And most of them are not going to run there. Um, Not at all. (laughs) The reason I I think I may have questions who, you know, who was making that. And um, the reason why is, I, I don't know if you remember, there used to be like this like pirate version of Windows XP, I think um where it was like mm-hmm. you know some hackers had taken windows xp and they had like modernized it and removed a bunch of stuff you didn't need to make it run faster and it was like right. this like super hacked version that you could get oh,
1: yeah I, I know what you're talking about i think they actually have a windows 10 version of that i'm
0: sure yeah like I'm ameliorated
1: sure. or something like that it's called
0: right yeah so so i didn't know if somebody had done something like that but for operation on on the raspberry pi but hmm. even if they that even would if be that it would be interesting, but even if that were the case, it would still have the same architecture issue right oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yep, um so that's a very good comment. I'm on a love and thumbs up um and then uh oh um a Am- amandine mandolin amandine um on our fedora thirty four episode, we talked about still how getting comments. I know people <laughs> love that episode, man, I haven't checked to see where it's at it's but that's like the that's our most popular episode. Um, uh, she asked which tiling manager, cause I talked about if we got to 50, you know, 50, uh, subscribers, I was going to use a tiling manager for a month. Um, and, uh, I, I used I three, uh, I guess that's the right answer to that question. I don't know that, that, that whole world was crazy because like you use an I three, but you got a bumblebee little task bar, you're opening app <laughs> with a different application. It's like that, that, like that is a whole nother world. Uh, that's like. That is the Linux of Linux. You know what I mean? The um, Linux the, of Linux. <laughs> yeah. The next step after that is running FreeBSD because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're just getting deeper and deeper, man. Um, <laughs> that's great. And I guess I could touch base on that too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm through with my month of i3. Um, I learned to not hate it, but I don't love it. I did. I, I, I quickly went back. I quickly, quickly. Here's the thing I quickly went back to Gnome <laughs> and i've also fallen out of love with gnome i'm i'm what? i'm ready to just i'm ready to just go back to cinnamon i i'm i just uhgnome now I'm loving pop o s but i i just i don't know gnome's just not doing it for me I'm still having the weird thing where my my audio just goes to nothing <laughs> oh yes. okay. yeah
1: okay no no that that if it if there's a hardware issue that's totally understandable though like like yeah. if if you're like uh Saying, oh, I don't like it because of an uh, like the way it looks or something, like I don't know. I mean, it's all no, I don't dislike opinion, it, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't dislike it. And I personally think Gnome and GTK look way better than any other, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just think they look look really good,
0: yeah, yeah. And you know, I gotta say, that problem did it, it does happen, but it seems to happen less on pop. Um, or I'm just there's a so lot of
1: extra stuff that like does, no yeah. other distros put in.
0: Um, oh, it's the same. I said uh, I thought that uh, an ancient twenty four had commented before, but uh, it, it's because of this comment. So he also uh, commented on our gaming on Ubuntu episode, and he says, "Who uh, a repeat? Great. Yep, yep." He says, "Uh, yeah, we got a repeat listener. Thanks, thanks, ancient, ancient twenty four. Um, great cast." thanks for keeping me up to date with gaming on Linux while I still hover over trying it again. so I guess he's coming <laughs> he's coming to give it another shot. That was a month ago. I didn't I should have read that on the last episode. Now he's full well, in on Linux. <laughs> yeah yeah. now I'm sure he's full in right exactly <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you for your comments. I've given all those thumbs up and uh, and hearts. And uh, can't wait to see the comments on this video. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, how was your week? how How have you been? I know that you had you're uh, you're adopting like a new a new member of the family.
1: Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> expensive new member of the family. <laughs> All right, so let me get out of Valheim here, and uh, let me go to my. It works. There we go. Let me go here so i am i have i am i have i have purchased and i am going to be the owner of an acer predator helios 300 um so it's like i don't even know how to like what to compare it to it's not like i would say like like an alienware but it's not <laughs>
0: um yeah do you have the uh do you have the web page pulled up? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, because I was gonna try to find it, but I'm afraid I'll grab like the wrong, the yeah. wrong one. The
1: specific model number is ph 315 fifteen-five four dash seven three one M. That's a mouthful. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah, I, I I've already lost it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if anyone wants to look it up, that's there you go. <laughs> Just slow down the, the stream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this this is a Core i7 11th, 11th Gen 11800H, uh, 2.3 okay. gigahertz. So I'm assuming it boosts higher than that, but that's probably the normal speed.
0: So you're going back to Intel, huh?
1: Um, Yes, only because this was a good deal. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is a really good deal. Um, So it has an NVIDIA GeForce rtx 3060 which is currently over three times as powerful as the lap uh, as the uh gpu i have in my desktop
0: yeah (laughs) yeah really no that's okay so let me
1: just put this into perspective i paid as much for this laptop as i would have paid for this gpu if i would have bought it that's a really good
0: that's a really good way to think
1: that's what really got me (laughs) over the hill was i'm like Mm oh my gosh, this thing is going to be portable. So I'm going to be able to take it anywhere. It's like yeah. a little mini podcasting station as well. So I can actually do my podcast from there with like a, you know, a mobile setup. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's so many things that justified this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, uh, the form factor of the laptop. So I was looking at, I've, I believe I've seen uh, other Acer laptops with this same case. I'm sure. Um, they they always
1: like repeat the cases.
0: Right, yeah, and it's um I remember this one it, it's a it's a solid it's a solid case. Like most gaming laptops are like they feel like they're really bulky and this one is not it's not Yeah. it's not heavy and it's not that bad. It's also it looks like it's like a 15 and a half inch screen. Yeah, 15.6, um, yep. So are you thinking about using this in place of your desktop so that basically you'll have like a, you know, sort of a docking setup at your desktop or what's your plans for, for that? Um, so, you know what, that's the one thing that I didn't think
1: of. It does have Thunderbolt. So that is, that is one thing that I, uh, that I can do with it. Um, but I didn't check if it has any other, um, outputs. Uh, let me see here. Mini display. Okay. So it does have one mini display port has HDMI. Um and it has the Thunderbolt four, so the thunder Thunderbolt you can do video out from that, right? Because isn't is, isn't that what you connect, or is that the uh, PCI?
0: Well, it has it, it has USB Type C? Um, yeah, which, I think oh, that's the Thunderbolt. AKA, yeah, yeah, right, you're right. Um, yeah, that the should be able to C do. Doesn't it. have to be Thunderbolt, but this one is. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I No. You definitely can get docking stations for that. Yeah. I I have one for my work laptop that is operating that way. And the only the only thing that I run into with it is that I can only operate one monitor with it, but I'm sure I've just uh. I'm I'm sh- I'm sure I've just got some corporate like cheapo like docking <laughs> station. <stuff>. Um <laughs> I'm sure there's a way better way to do it. Or you could also from the docking station if you have a display port. Then you could just daisy chain Display Ports, but your monitor would have to have to have that yeah. capability. Well,
1: it has the HDMI, so at at the very worst, I can h- hook it up to my TV, yeah. and I could just literally just just do that for my gaming at least. Um, I can just you use can... my desktop for everything else. You know, it's not like it's not going to be here for for my main gaming. I think I'm going to stick to that.
0: One hundred percent. You can get a. Uh, you can get a setup for this. We just need to research yeah. it a little bit. Well, um, yeah, all I
1: need is two display ports because that's what both my monitors take.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this seems awesome. I've thought about that recently. Like, graphics cards are getting so expensive that it's it's almost like is it is it still worth building your own PC or should you just have a have just a portable setup that you can just dock? at your at your desktop well i'll be
1: able to tell you in a little bit
0: yeah really yeah (laughs) see how good this is see how long i'm always right yeah (laughs) see that's the thing i'm always worried about is the fact that like so like i've always built desktop pcs because it's like oh yeah when the new graphics card comes out i'll just change i'll just buy that and i don't have to buy a whole new laptop right but when they're a thousand dollars anyway right exactly that really changes the perspective on it um but i'm always worried about like you know, graphics cards are going to get really really hot and yeah. is that a limitation in the laptop? Like are you going to find that the lifespan's different? Um performance is slightly different yeah. um because of that like heat trapped in there. But it also
1: depends, it all depends on the thermals that they that they put into it, the cooling system that they have in it because yeah. You can have you can have this five laptops with the same specs and they all get different results because of the thermal um mm-hmm. setup they have in there. I've seen yeah, that but this laptop this laptop was on was the top five was on the top five laptops in like almost every single review I looked at. So, yeah. and I was like, how is this how is this so good and so cheap comparatively speaking to the other laptops that are the same. Like don't get me wrong, I really really like System 76. I really 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 wanted one of their laptops. Mm-hmm. But for the equivalent to this one actually less than this one but like yeah. equivalent graphics and 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 um cpu and all that it was going to be over two thousand dollars yeah and i'm like there's no way i can afford that there's just no way
0: yeah i know what you mean i i think that uh there's i don't know that acer selling this at a cost but like a company like acer could could work that price down lower than a company like system 76 for yeah. sure and I
1: mean, like if I had money, I would pay for it because I, I ba- I would like the back system 76, yeah, really yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I don't. And also new Egg gives you like the, um, four payments, interest free, whatever. And that's what I'm doing because that kind of helped me
0: out. <laughs> oh, okay. No, this, this makes it a little more appealing for me too. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, the, um, get you a system 76 16 inch laptop bag.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That, that right. way
0: you're throwing them some support. <laughs> no, but no, like, this thing's awesome. I see that some models have the RGB keyboard. Did you get the RGB? Yes. This one does have the <laughs> RGB. Yep.
1: Right. I have to, I have to, I hope I can like, I, I hope I can, um, program them specifically. Cause I like doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll most likely work with, uh, what's the name of the app? Uh, ckb next yeah They're i'm sure i can like figure out that yeah
1: it, it worst comes to worst i'll just program it in windows and then just switch to pop os which mm-hmm. is what i'm gonna do once i get this thing it should work i shouldn't have a problem because everything's intel even the wi-fi chip everything everything's intel on in this whole thing so other than the the in uh graphics card so but pop os should work fine and this one included a one terabyte hard drive which it's a hard drive, but at least it's one terabyte, so I do have extra space for games that, you know, I don't need to have loading all the time.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good right out the gate too, because I know that that's usually what I do when I buy a uh uh well I've only I've only bought like one laptop this way, but um I bought it with a lower hard drive because the markup on the hard drive was was so much higher than just buying it at the lowest and then just buying a hard drive and putting it in there. Yep. Um, So for it to come right out the gate with one terabyte is pretty good.
1: This is the thing. If I bought this on, on Amazon, I would have been paying, let's see, what would have been, it would have been for, I think it would have ended up being 14 and this is like 1450 on here. So 50 bucks for a, for a one terabyte hard drive that I don't have to install. Fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll pay that. Um, But I almost forgot the, Best thing that comes with this thing is Crisis Remastered Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like stoked to play that game. Actually, I could probably get it right now because it's the digital, uh, you know, digital download or whatever. Um, but uh, I'm so stoked to play that because I love Crisis. Crisis was one of my
0: favorite. Yeah. I, I think I. Let me see if I have it in my Steam. Oh, library. I have.
1: I have all of them on my Steam. <laughs> all the oh original.
0: no, you know what? I know. I, I actually I had... bought them on Steam and on GOG. Yeah, I had them on GOG, I guess. I don't have them on Steam.
1: Yeah, I bought them on both because I, I, I just like so much. I want, I want to preserve them because I know Steam said that they would release their games if they ever went out, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I have a backup of it just in case with GOG.
0: <laughs> yeah, I only had the first one when it came out, but I remember okay. it was like, you know, that was like, oh, my gosh. The first
1: one so is the absolute best. Like, the first amazing. one is 10 times better than all the other ones. I don't care. What oh, yeah. Said. yeah. I, like the I, Matrix movies. Say, some, yeah, some people say two is better, but one is just so good. Like hmm. it's the, almost the same kind of, kind of feeling with halo. Like it's that first experience. You're just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> Nothing can be better.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's uh, I remember it. Yeah. I remember it. it was like, it'll never get better. And forever it was like, but can it run crisis? That was, Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That, that was, was like domain. 10
1: years that went like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> my but, wife uh, got a new nissan leaf but can it run crisis can
1: it run <laughs> to be honest nowadays it probably can i know
0: elon musk <laughs> is probably working on getting the teslas to run crisis that's why he <laughs> needs those game developers they're, they're trying mode. to get <laughs> trying to get crisis to run <laughs> oh,
1: but man. um as far as longevity for this laptop i'm thinking it's gonna last me quite a while uh mm-hmm. because i'm not one to like i don't know how to describe it like i don't play the newest games mm-hmm. so i don't need that best the best of graphics like i had a seven uh yeah a gtx 780 till 2019 so that was yeah. eight nine years nine years i had that i had that graphics card so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i i had that card at some point um yeah i know mine i'm this is making me want want to at least upgrade. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look. Now. Well,
1: do you know? I'm sure by offhand you probably don't know,
0: but do you know how many CUDA cores
1: yours has? No,
0: <laughs> no, because that's know. what I
1: always look at to, to compare. Like the because uh, obviously this is a way newer um, architecture than than the one I have in my um, uh, desktop. Mm-hmm. But my desktop has like twelve hundred or something like CUDA cores, and this one has like thirty six hundred <laughs> CUDA cores. <so> I'm <laughs> like, holy crap! <laughs> this thing's gonna really blow my desktop away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. That's the thing. Getting a laptop like that, I feel like I would just like I would just like replace my my desktop. Well, like I'm basically
1: planning on just like couch gaming because like yeah. like this is the thing. Like my wife and I, we both game and we're sitting on the, uh, she'll be sitting on the couch and I'll be in the office and we'll be trying to like play with each other. And it'll be like, we're like yelling across the house. So this is going to be a lot easier for me to just be able to be on the couch and her right next to me. And we can play because she has a gaming laptop. I bought her, uh, I don't know, like two years ago now or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it has the same graphics card as the one in my um, uh, desktop. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's the 1650 and I have the 1650 super. So it's a little bit less powerful. But yeah. um yeah, so and that's that actually that is pretty equivalent, I would say, to my graphics card. So y- if you compare apples to apples like we were trying to say. So I think it's gonna perform very well even consp- comparatively speaking to a 3060 um desktop
0: GPU. Um yeah I, I think it's I think it's a good buy. Got me jealous over here. Um so I wanna I want to go over a news story before we do our our gaming reviews because I don't know what kind of time we're going to have. We're already 34 minutes. And I I think, I think, no, 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 no. It's great. It's great. I love this. Um, but I think that, uh, we've got to at least cover this, this one story, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, and exactly what you're going to. Yep. So (laughs) that is of course that, uh, the, uh, EAC has finally come to Linux. Um, and, uh, and BattleEye is inbound. I'm not as familiar with BattleEye, but I guess that's just another EAC. Yeah.
1: Yep. Basically, another anti thing. Yep. Same thing, just different name, different company um, that makes it. I guess. Let me see.
0: Trying to see how I can get this on screen. So we're trying out this new system today. Um, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Turn this bad boy on. Ooh, cool. Now I can see it too. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I'm I'm looking at the according to the Verge article, but this has been reported everywhere. Um I wonder if Gary did it. I wonder if Gary I wonder if Gary is the uh is, is the reason that this has finally come to pass. You know, last episode we talked about how how Gary boy was working on the EAC Gary. problem with Valve. <laughs> 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 um well, somebody was successful because they they have they have officially um solved the problem where EAC will work now through Proton and Wine. Um compatibility layers now the thing is is game developers will have to patch their game for it to work so right now i'm sure it's working on every valve game um i mean i don't i don't know that to be true but i gotta imagine
1: do they Mm -hmm. have to patch their game for it or do they have to like make sure their game works with proton or, or like what does that mean by patch their game
0: oh that's a good point um in this article it's uh I, th- this article doesn't specify that but that's a really good that's a really good point. You don't have to patch a game to work with Proton. You know, no. I'm just but assuming may...
1: they don't know what they're talking about as far as proton goes. No offense. <laughs> no, no they might. Yeah, You yeah. know what you're talking about. Right. I'm just saying, as far as proton goes, it works differently.
0: <laughs> yeah. So i I found that I found that paragraph here. So while developers would still need to patch their game, this immediately means some of the most popular games on Steam are now theoretically within reach, including Apex Legends, Dead by Daylight, and War Thunder which are all among the 25 uh top 25 games on Steam. Um other popular EAC games including 7 Days to Die, Fall Guys, uh Black Desert, uh Black Desert <laughs> Black Desert Online. <laughs>
1: I like uh, flashbacks when I hear that one.
0: I know. The the a new like a a new they've changed in some way. I can't remember if it's a new publisher or a new I can't remember what's changed about it, but uh last time I tried Black Desert before this change, it would not run on Proton. Um Hunt Showdown Paladins and Halo, the Master Chief Collection. There you yeah, go. There. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know you know what the way that paragraph kind of reads it could actually be talking about the compatibility with proton because okay, I'll bet yeah. you these are like in the top proton things I'm, I'm not sure I didn't think about that when I originally read this article that's a good maybe
1: there are things you can do with the game like actual code in the game to make it work better with proton and not have yeah. to like make proton conform to the game you know what I'm trying to say
0: oh yeah definitely you know uh, before the stream I was playing Star Trek online and I'm playing on Proton, and at one time it ran awful on Proton. <laughs> it was like not even possible, right? And oh, yeah. now it runs fine. It runs as good. It runs exactly the same as it does on Windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was recently I read it wasn't an article. It was just like some people talking about uh, compat- Proton compatibility, like on some forum somewhere. And apparently, people have found references to Wine in um star trek online's some of their Hmm. configurations so there's some evidence that at least somebody uh was like hey you know maybe we don't officially support linux but you know let's do what we we can to make sure it runs on on proton yeah (laughs) yeah that's Um, cool
1: that's that's really cool
0: yeah now that was just some comment on some forum somewhere so you know um scuba steve 1987 may may not be right in whatever he what what he was claiming (laughs) Um but yeah, so this is great news. This is great news for even if you're not having if even if you're not getting a Steam Deck, um it seems like, you know, just as we predicted that uh we're gonna start seeing these benefits because of development for the Steam Deck. And you know what? If the Steam Deck, even if it's a complete flop and uh it doesn't go that far right now in the lead up to it, um let's let's hope that they push out as much of this type of stuff as they as they can. I don't think
1: the sales are gonna be a flop. I think that may be the after effect of getting it and and playing it for a while. That might be the flop of it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I think it's going to sell very well.
0: Hmm. I I don't hear as much about it now. You know, I mean, it was, I would have expected it to die off, but like, I feel like it's dropped. Like, I mean, I I don't know. I I felt like it's dropped off pretty heavy. So I don't know that after they're launched, if they have a poor launch, I don't see it. I don't see it surviving yeah definitely definitely if they have a poor launch yeah no way but i'm pumped i can't wait to get mine even if even if like nobody buys one and they decide it was a complete failure and they're like you know what we're never making any more if you were lucky enough to get your hands on the steam deck whenever it came out then uh you know i will still love and cherish mine because it's just a handheld pc and that that is yeah and an amazing thing. I think half um, the people
1: bought it for that reason. <laughs>
0: right, I know. <laughs> they they could have just advertised it as that. Like um I think there might be people out there that are confused if you're not a Linux gamer and like you're not real familiar with Proton, you may be confused with the whole concept in general and you're just kind of oh, yeah, comparing definitely. it to the Switch. Right. Um like too heavily. Um but anyway. So, yeah, that's really good. That's really good news. I'm glad to see that coming out. Um let's do our uh let's do our new newly designed segment where we're kind of doing like a a deep dive little mini review of a game. Um do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh you can go first. Okay. Unless you're not ready. <laughs> no no, I got to get I got to get like a quick setup, but um I just want to log good. in. I don't know if I want I don't know how much Yeah, here we go. I'll start on the character screen. All right, so Before I reveal mine, I just want to say um, I always talk about MMOs. And lately I've been on an old school MMO kick. Um, And, uh, you know, I I talked about Lord of the Rings Online. I played Star Trek today. Um, I never went through a WoW Classic phase, but I know that's a big thing. There's a lot of people that are just like looking for, you know, that experience again. And so like there's this kind of this, there's like a community of like old school MMO gamers um and uh behind me here I, I can show off my collection. Oh, there's some missing because of uh, D&D <laughs> session they're downstairs. Um I, you know, I play a lot of uh tabletop RPGs and there's a thing in the tabletop G world um that is like a old school RPG. Um and it's it's people that, you know, they they want to play a harder, like more in-depth, more brutal like, your character's probably gonna die, style <laughs> of tabletop RPG. <laughs> You're um, definitely gonna die. <laughs> right, right. Whereas, like, modern art, modern tabletop RPGs are much more story focused, and you know, the trends have changed as like certain YouTube channels and things have become popular. Like, the way just the larger audience as a whole views games is different. Right. And it's very comparable to the MMO genre. So, um, I decided I wanted to play an MMO that was Linux native and um, was also this in this old school vein. And so I had heard about this game for a long time, but I never actually gave it a shot. And I just thought this was a perfect opportunity. So I picked up Project Gorgon, which is, which is a hilarious name. (laughs) Um, But I'm sure that's intentional because the game is very self-aware um, there's all sorts of little tongue-in-cheek uh, <laughs> jokes. Yes, yes. This this project Gorgon is like the Deadpool of of Oh, MMOs. that's so cool. <laughs> yes, it is an MMO that knows it's an MMO. And uh, there's all sorts of little, like you know, inside jokes and just you know, all the dialogue is is, is I like funny. How a Guy has no shoes. Yeah, I haven't got any boots yet. I've been <laughs> looking for boots and I refuse to buy them. Matter of fact, I don't even know if I could buy them, but I haven't gotten any yet. Um. I want to show you the uh, character creation first. So, uh, no. um, again, all this is running native on Linux. There's no Proton involved. You just buy the game on Steam. Actually, they have a demo. You don't have to buy it. Um, it's a little pricey. Don't buy this game unless you want to play an old-school MMO. Um, it's it's not going to feel new at all. Um, but uh, they have a demo, and you can play it in the demo. There's just, like, restrictions with what you can do with other, with other player characters that are not also on a demo. Um, so if we go to character creation... Um you basically only have three races. You have a human, elf and the rakshasa rakash- rakshasa rakshasa like that guy. Rakshasa. Um yeah, so he's like a like a cat dude uh and then you know you got your elf dude. The elf has like sub he's got a subtype, only two subtypes. Uh the human, uh, there's basically like he can change the skin tone but there's basically like one human, you know. Can I change his face? I, don't even, I can't even change his face. They all have the same pretty boy face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty boy face.
0: <laughs> uh, and, you know, of course, you've got a uh, female also. But um, so it's very, very basic. These classes over here have not been added into the game yet. Um. Oh, by the way, this the game is I don't know if it's alpha or beta, but the game is not released. The, the game is 100 <laughs> percent. Like still in development. Expensive but not released. <laughs>
1: and, it's like a uh, theme
0: of like all new games nowadays. <laughs> right, right. Um so the uh the game is developed by a two person dev team. Um and it's really? actually a, yeah, and it's it's a husband wife uh duo. That's cool. Um Eric and Sandra. Um Eric has I got this from their their website, right? So I'm not just like saying all these nice things about them. It's from, it's from their <laughs> website. But uh, Eric has over a decade of experience working as a senior and lead engineer, developer, designer, and producer on successful games such as Asheron's Call 1 and 2, Star Trek Online, and other successfully massively multiplayer online games. Sandra also has extensive experience working on Asheron's Call 1, Ashron's Call, Throne of Destiny, EverQuest 2 and EverQuest 2 Echoes of Faydoer. So the only I I I've heard of Asheron's Call, I've never played EverQuest 2 um or EverQuest 1, but um all three of those are, you know, famously very popular MMOs. And of course Star Trek Online I I have played and I think I think some of the graphics in this game while it's it reminds me somewhat of some of the stuff you see in Star Trek Online, although Star Trek Online is more more modern looking. Um so the first thing I the first thing you'll notice about the game is is that it is like super, super low uh low res, I don't know what to say. Low res. It's very old looking. Uh the graphics are not great. And uh just know that going in, the graphics are not great. But this game's not really about that. It's not really that kind of game. Um the game is is so while this is not finished and I'm sure that they're going to continue to try to improve on it, it will never be a modern like looking game because the intention of the game is to have that old school look and feel like it's meant to be a, uh, older MMO. Um, right now I'm in this, uh, in this cave because I've got to try to get 50, uh, I to try to get 50 spider legs so that I can take it back to this lady. And she's going to make me a, uh, a poison resistance. potion. <laughs> I love the quest name. <laughs> their the hairy present? legs. <laughs> yeah, their hairy <laughs> legs. Yeah. See, it's full of stuff like that. I didn't even notice that. Um, so I gotta I gotta kill these spiders. But the way the quest work in the game is like whenever you go into a town, like there's there's you know, there's no exclamation points. Um there's there's no uh quest givers of a traditional sense. There's just NPCs there, and as you talk to them, Uh, you learn about things that they like, you learn, you learn about, uh, things that they need done. Um, they may just mention something to you and not actually give you a quest to go do it. But because they said that you go investigate it and then you come back to that character and now they know Hmm. you've been there. Like for one thing, I went into this, uh, I accidentally teleported here by mistake. So I was using a teleport, uh, thing in the game and I ended up here by mistake and then died and And then, when I went back to town, there was a lady in town that she knew I had been here, and so she told me she said, "Hey, if you go there and get me um fifty spider legs then i'll I'll make you this uh antidote and and so that's what sent me on this quest it it wasn't It wasn't a big marker above her head that told me to told me to do it
1: Cool. so how does the
0: leveling work in this game? yeah, it's a good question so um there there are no like levels um for your character. Now I might die because I got this poison on me. <laughs> don't die, dude. Um I don't have any way to get rid of it until I get 50 legs. <laughs> um <laughs> so uh there's no level for the character itself, but it's it's skill-based leveling. So you uh I'm trying to do sword and archery, and okay. so um on my sword um i i can i can level up by just using my sword in the same way with with archery i just have to use my archery okay. skills and as i kill things they'll level up and then i'll get you know these other other so skills there's no main level afar. for your character per se no it's all about it's all about uh leveling up different different skills, different
1: skills. okay cool yeah
0: so it's it's very similar to the way albion has just like you know, no level, but that game's all about crafting new gear. Right. This one is really just about leveling up everything. Oh, and check this out. Uh, um, you also level up in dying. And <laughs> I'm level five of 50 because I've been dying a lot. Give you a reason to <laughs> die. My dying is high, higher than my archery. <laughs> <laughs> level 100 dying yeah like literally everything you do in this game you you gain levels that's cool though that that is really that's really cool um mm. i'll i'll intentionally die in just a minute and we'll go back to the
1: <laughs> oh yeah intentionally you no know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it's a self-aware M- mmo all the dialogue is hilarious um there are things in the game like 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 death is not the worst thing in the game. So uh one of the things they tell you early on is that de- oh, I died. Um <laughs> there are things worse than death. You can actually get curses. You so- earn zero death experience? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've already died by that spider before, probably. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so let's leave this tomb and I'm sure I'll die out here and then I'll get respawn. <clears throat> I'll get respawned in town. Um so like there's you can get curses. You may get cursed where just like randomly your health will drop to 50% or will drop by 50% or something like that. Oh wow. So like your um, max health. Right, exactly. Oh, so that sucks. So like there's just there's just there's really odd things in this game. It's not like any other MMO I've seen. Um but it does have that like really old, old style grindy feel. Um I like the and, old style grind. Like that was the way yeah. I always played. <laughs> oh, look at these crazy like little streaks I got on the that's weird. Um so the uh yeah the quests encourage exploration. So the quests are all about like you know, go here and look at this, or as you explore, you'll find you you'll find that there's something you can do. Quests will be something like uh make this person happy, you know, or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> well, how do I do that? Like, how do I make I don't know nothing about this guy. Like, how do I, what do I, what do I do? Like whenever, whenever you're in the starting zone, the starting zone is, is amazing too, by the way. But when you're in the starting zone, one of the quests is to, uh, to cheer up somebody. And you're like, I don't know anything about this guy. You have to talk to him. You have to talk to other people and you find out more and more about what you can do to help this guy. And then you got to learn to make a recipe and then you make this recipe. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, and at no point, was there ever like an exclamation point or anything that, that guided you along? You just had to read the dialogue and and figure it out. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound like a game for me. I'm very bad at that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Remembering like what the person said, like, no way I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be on like 50 quests (laughs) before I even like figure out the first one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Let me get, let me get killed by this guy. There's no way I can kill him anyway. He would totally kill me. um, so, oh, uh, uh, yeah, and they they have an MP- NPC relationship system. So, like, as you, uh, you, all right. So, in any other MMO, you go to a vendor and you just sell your junk. Um, well, the vendors in this game, they um, may not have enough gold to just infinitely buy all your junk. Oh, uh, okay. So, what you have to do is you build relationships with them by giving them gifts and um so like if i look at an item in my inventory like let's just look at this weird blue ball i don't know what that is uh that was a bad example uh perfectly round at, pebble <laughs> uh gifting okay so like here this is a pigfoot well i've met somebody named volcourt who mentioned th- something that leads me to believe that he would be into this pigfoot so i could go give this okay, to that so guy
1: a little hint
0: yeah 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 um for, for this, yes, um, <laughs> for this. and not. then there's there's also five people somewhere in the world that would like this pigfoot that I've not met yet, hmm. and so instead of just going and vendoring the junk here, you you can do that, but eventually the person you're trying to sell it to will run out of gold, um, and so instead, if you if you want to buy more things from that person, or if you uh, if you if for some reason you want to befriend this person, then you can, you can give it to them as a gift, which increases that your favor and helps you in future things. Like this is the lady. I don't know why this is on fire in here. Um, <laughs> like this is the lady here that told me about the, uh, the spider legs. And okay. you see down here, my fi my favor with her is 25 of a hundred. And that's because I, I gifted her something. Right. Um, if I go here and say, give gift and see how this is spinning right here. So this is something oh, okay. I know that she's she's interested in. That looks like a pretty good piece of gear. I don't know if I'd give that to her. <laughs> that's actually uh, like a food ration. Which this game, oh, okay. Right now I have a debuff because I I haven't eaten anything. So this also has a, like a survival element. Of oh, like, that's interesting. Constantly want to eat stuff. Um. So huh. yeah, I, sometimes I log into the game. I've been playing it because uh, I wanted to talk about it on the show. I've been almost playing this nonstop, but recently I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm kind of kind of burnt out on playing it. Kind of sick so, of this game. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, like I I log in and I'm and some days I'm just like, you know what, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like reading all this. Like I, you know, sometimes you just want to zone out and just go. I want to go from exclamation point to question mark. Exclamation point to question mark. Like, yep. I don't want to do all this reading, (laughs) finding out what they like, finding out what they really mean whenever they told me to go to this place. And then I go there and then, you know, like I don't want to do all that. And, and so I kind of get like, you know, burnout. I still don't have any, I don't, I still don't have any shoes in this game. I can't, I can't, (laughs) for some reason I can't pick up any shoes on anything I kill or, or find that. Um, One thing I did that was hilarious was I went to uh, this guy over here. This is the guy that does like the archery stuff. And so I I decided I wanted archery to be my uh, secondary, probably will eventually be my primary stat. Um, And so I go to him and I'm like, well, in order to start, oh, and see, by the way, I've almost filled up his, his favor level for Mm. the first level, because I know that I'm going to continue to buy arrows from him. So I want to raise my favor with him as much as possible. I know that I'm going to need this person in the future. Um, So I went to his shop and I said, well, I'm going to need to buy, I'm going to need to buy a bow. Um, and I'm going to need to buy an arrows, some kind of arrows. So why not, you know, beginner arrows and, and you see, I've only got 382 gold. Well, at the time I only had like a hundred gold. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to buy one set of arrows, one bow. And then I went and talked to this other lady and she wanted me to go kill, ke- kill some deer. Well, the deer run. So you need to have a bow and arrow. Right. Yeah. And that, that arrow, that was just one arrow. Like it wasn't like a stack of it was arrows, a bundle, right? Yeah. So I bought one arrow from this dude, and I went out into the wilderness to go get some deer. And so I would shoot a deer, and one arrow is not enough to kill a deer. So I shot you the deer, to go grab the next arrow from your quiver, and it was gone. <laughs> it was gone. So like, like I had to basically, I had to basically like shoot a deer and then chase it down and kill it with my sword get my arrow back and then go find the next <laughs> deer and shoot it. And then get At my arrow back. Get your arrow back. Well, and then eventually I got to one that like it, it got away. It got away oh, with no. my arrow. So I had no oh, arrows. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh I earned enough gold or oh, no, I did a quest for that guy. That guy wanted me to go take something to somebody and I went and delivered. It was like a courier quest. And then the reward, word for that quest was like 300 arrows. so now i got arrows yeah (laughs) and i was able to go back and kill the deer so that i could go so that i could go uh (laughs) did you uh... find
1: the deer with your arrow in it
0: (laughs) no i never got my Ah. arrow back it's gone for good (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah this game's intriguing because it's it's just this unique like like small uh mmo that is meant is it's designed to, to feel and look like an old school MMO game. And it's um, it runs natively on Linux. I tried it on proton as well. I actually think it does work better uh, with the native Linux install, but not much. And there's one minor flaw with running this game on Linux. And that is if I turn on, so if I have everything on ultra the the way the game comes uh you have you have this you can't see all these settings unless you check this box but if you set the settings on ultra you have uh this screen space ambient occlusion and uh it's on by default and see it does make the game look better i think this looks better
1: yeah i see that yeah
0: but it causes this motion blur oh see this wild sickening yeah. motion blur Oh, I, hate
1: I turn off all of motion blur, even if it's a, a specific setting in the game. I hate motion blur.
0: Yeah. And and the main difference is like lighting. Like if you look at the wood on this. Uh, yeah. Oh, I could definitely. Like, as soon
1: as you turned it on, I could see a difference.
0: Yeah. So what I've found, you can get this to work. Um, so let's turn it back on. You can get it to work. All right. So I know that for the audio listeners out there, uh, if, you, if you have that setting turned on, um, you can get it to work, but it's it's finicky. I've just given up, basically. But um, if you change it to windowed mode, so go up here to show full screen, uh, we'll disable that and say save. And then now I'm going to change the resolution. <laughs> so change that. And then now we're going to go back to the highest resolution and go back to full screen. Ah, still got the blur. See, it, it, sometimes when I do that, it solves the problem but not every time. How kinda, did you
1: figure that out?
0: Because the way I figured this out was what's happening is, because this actually is a problem also on, on windows. And so okay. there, there's lots of forum posts about it, but it's different. You can fix it on windows just by turning bloom off. Um, mm. But that doesn't seem to fix it on Linux. Okay. So I just got it working. So now I can run around. And if you look really okay, closely, yeah. if you look really closely at my, my character, there is a blur still. Slightly. But it's not, yeah. But it's, it's not
1: nearly not, as bad. It's yeah. not over the whole area. It's almost like when you were moving, there was like a fog.
0: And what I did to fix it this time, I didn't go to windowed mode. I just changed the resolution and then changed it back. So what I figured out is there was a there was a forum post where someone was talking about how they had this problem and that it had something to do with the resolution of their screen and the resolution of the filter that's on top of what's being rendered in the game. Oh. And there is like a mix match And so whenever you move, you, you see that weird overlay, right? I don't know enough to explain it, but I just, when I read that, I just, I, I, I thought, Oh, it must have something to do with resolution. So what if I just change my resolution while I'm in game and see, see if that affects it. And it it does seem to sometimes. So I, I, I,
1: further than I would have (laughs) got. I wouldn't have thought of that.
0: I find it easier to just leave that setting turned off, but it, the game does look a lot better when you have it on. So
1: it does. Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and and quit the game, but the uh, one of the things about the, about the game that uh, a lot of people were um, enthusiastic about is that the game project Gorgon seemed to have a very like sort of like innocent approach. Like they, they didn't have an in-game cash shop. Um, They didn't do any sort of VIP um, or, or anything like that. And, and, you know, I thought that was really neat. I, I like the idea that the game is developed by this like husband and wife dev team. Right. Um, yeah. But the, um, now that they're getting closer to like, I think that they're getting to the point that like, this is going from being like this hobby that they were doing um to, they actually want to release the game and, and, you know, they're, they're trying to progress and make this more than just what it was. And so they've started some more monetization plans, including a VIP um, subscription. So you can subscribe. I'm not sure how much it is. Uh, I'm sure it says it in my, in my steam store if I look. Um, but the, uh, VIP subscription is still unusual. Like this game is just so unusual. Like it's, it's not just like, okay, I got the VIP subscription. So I have this like XP boost and all this kind of stuff. Um, basically the VIP subscription gives you access to a new feature where you can level up certain skills. Um, by obtaining books in the game Hmm. and using the book and having a VIP account allows you to level over the course of two days, even when you're logged out of the game. Hmm. Um, And the books are created by other players who are not VIP members and they can level up this skill that allows them to write the books.
1: Hmm. That's so,
0: interesting. I've never yeah, heard of that game mechanic ever. Yeah, I know. This game's full of like weird stuff like that. Like it's so bizarre. That's um, actually a
1: really good idea though, like
0: Yeah. That the, the free players
1: or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. benefit the um paid players and then it goes back to the free like it's like it's like a circle <laughs> yeah a circle of gaming
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really interesting so like they have like a like a book writing skill it's like non-fiction yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, or
1: I, I totally get that that that's that's really cool like i'm, I'm so, seriously like um yeah. impressed that's cool so let me tell you how
0: it works <laughs> so if i wanted to write a book on archery then i would have to be i would have to for one thing the whatever the level of the book is I would have to have that level of writing, obviously. Okay. Um. Yeah. But then I would also need to have twenty-five levels above whatever I'm putting in the book. So if if uh you're a VIP subscriber and you're looking for level fifteen archery, right. um, then you would have to get a book that was written by an archer that had level fifteen plus twenty-five. So what was that thirty, forty? Um you'd have to have that level. So you couldn't get max level. You can only get up to 25% away or 25 levels away from max level. Um, So yeah, that's like a really, like a really interesting concept for how they, (laughs) for how they approach this. Um, And then they also uh, have a cash shop now, but it is the weirdest cash shop I've ever seen. It's it's obviously (laughs) not finished. Um, There's no pictures of anything. And it's actually you're purchasing something that is not even in the game yet. So there's (laughs) there's no rideable mounts yet in the game. They don't they don't have that yet. They have it on their roadmap as like their next things that they're launching. Um, But uh, in their shop, (laughs) right? Yeah, in their shop, they're selling Horseback Explorer Two Package, the Thoroughbred Breeder Package, (laughs) and the Horse Lord Package, and that's fifty dollars seventy five. And five hundred dollars. Um Yeah, um, and <laughs> I just think it's funny that these are all horse-related. The only that's the only items in their cash shop. The cash shop has three horse-related items, and they don't have they don't <laughs> they don't getting, have rideable
1: horses yet. I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> from from oblivion <laughs> with the horse armor,
0: the horse armor <laughs> scandal. <laughs> oh man, uh, we've got the horse the horse riding scandal over here. Oh my um, gosh. I don't know. I think, I think the game is quaint. I think I like, I like the development team. It looks I think cool. Like the game I, I is could get into it. It's interesting, but would I recommend it to most people? Absolutely not. I feel like this is like <laughs> a niche audience. Like you've okay. got to be looking for this kind of game. Yeah. I don't even know that I'm the audience um, because, because I'll tell you what it's missing for me is like that kind of Holy Trinity, like group thing. Like there's, th- th- there seems to not be, I don't know. Maybe I just have not gotten far enough yet. I just started the game, but I haven't seen in any of the playthroughs or any of the tutorials I've watched. I haven't seen anything about like group content where you have like a tank and a DPS, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. There's like, things uh, in the game that are harder to kill and it's going to take multiple people to kill it. But I didn't see anything like where it's like, you know, Oh, the tank's got to do this mechanic. And then this right. other guy's got to do this mechanic. And I'm just so used to that. Like, that's what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, there's elements of this that I like, and I'm definitely going to, I'm, I don't, I don't feel like I made a bad purchase. I'll definitely play this again. Um, but it's not, you know, this isn't replacing final fantasy 14 for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and even as a Linux MMO, even if you say, well, this runs natively on Linux and you can just install it and you can just play it. Well, guess what? Thanks to proton elder scrolls is the same way like Mm -hmm. i i would direct somebody to just buy elder scrolls and install it and play it on linux you're you're that confident that it's gonna install and gonna work right exactly right exactly and and luckily in the mmo space there's a ton uh, almost all mmos play on linux yeah if you're willing to use lutris or or proton i mean right there's almost nothing that that you can't play definitely
1: a little more work on the lutris side for you to do like when the game updates and stuff but from the proton side i have never seen it break
0: Mm -mm. and and lutris runs so i don't play wow anymore but like when i used to play wow like lutris plays wow like identical to windows like yeah you'll forget you're playing on on linux um
1: leo said that it does break between updates sometime though and you have to kind
0: of fix things yeah, that's likely true. Yeah, that's that's likely true. But
1: like with Elder Scrolls Online, I've never had it break between an update. Even that big update that we got, it worked just fine. I just got the update; everything worked.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry I ate up all the time.
1: Um all good. Let's let's uh. <laughs> I don't have nearly as much uh, to talk about anyway. <laughs> you you did <laughs> I, a thorough. A I did thorough, a deep, uh,
0: Yeah, I did a deep dive, and if we. I was I had been sitting on it for a long time and I I decided tonight I was like if we reschedule this podcast I'm gonna do this solo because I'm tired of playing Project Gorgon. And, <laughs> and now that we've now that we've done this, I can move on for a little while. I'll come back one day, Project Gorgon, but I'm burnt I'll out. Come, I'm burnt out right I'll now. Come back. <laughs> and when I come back, you better have some damn boots. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a boot making skill <laughs> for the free people. <laughs>